people knowing that I'm dealing with pain. Right. And so it took one of the biggest doors to cut to kick in was like my own ego as far as like not always having to be the happy person. The person that could say, look, I'm struggling right now and I don't know what to do and this sucks and I'm overwhelmed and I kind of want to run away. Hello there, and thanks for tuning in to The Empowerment Project. Today we're talking with Josh Williams, the owner of Cohesive Coffee in Greenville, South Carolina. Josh left the corporate world, the 9-to-5 office job in marketing and sales to open his own business. Through blood, sweat, tears, lots of fights, blocked phone numbers, and contention with the city, he got it done. Cohesive is gorgeous. Um, a great place to stop and have a cup of coffee. It feels like home. And Josh is one tenacious man, and we are so excited to be interviewing him so that you can hear about his story and see yourself in it. So that if you too want to go out on your own and do something that's out of the ordinary, you can feel empowered. Welcome to the Empowerment Project. This is Dr. Holly Calloway with Roots Chiropractic in upstate South Carolina. At Roots, we stand for a world where every person is able, encouraged, and empowered to make informed decisions regarding their health with the understanding that their bodies are more powerful and capable of healing than they've been permitted to believe. While my current focus is in chiropractic, I hold a firm personal belief that humans are full of untapped potential, that if they are simply introduced to the right ideas at the right time, they can be empowered to make a shift in their mindset to live lives they love, full of passion, intent, and impact. Let's get started. All right, everybody, we're here with Josh Williams today. Super excited. For those of you who don't know, Josh owns Cohesive Coffee in Greenville, um, and it's his first business. And I've been there, and it's rocking, and I love it. So um, we're going to kind of talk to him about how that happened. So, Josh, tell us the story about first Malden Coffee. Yeah. Because I know you had a day job before that. Mm-hmm. So tell us how you went from day job to I want to own my own thing, and I'm going to make it happen. Oh, man. Um, well, first of all, thank you for all the help you did with Cohesive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did a day job. My background is in ministry, and did ministry for like nine years, ten years, all my life. Um, <laughs> did worship leading that ended rocky, um, and uh, really got left with like, what do I do with my life? What am I? What do I want to do? My entire life up to that point, I was like twenty seven, was like doing ministry and music and being a professional musician and all these different things. And so I really started looking at, like, what would make me happy um, beyond just, like, a soul-sucking job. Um, because I also realized I'm only 27. I don't have 30 years of soul-sucking in me. Right. Um, so I really started, like, we got a job at a marketing firm uh, doing, like, business development sales. Hanging around all these entrepreneurs, like, really showed me, um, like, I think I could do this. Um, I, so I guess I would like to think that really bad businesses that I had to that I tried working marketing with I was like oh I could do this if this guy could do it I could do it <laughs> <laughs> that's how I got through uh, chiropractic school yeah. for the record I was like if that guy can yeah, graduate can I can definitely do this and that, I'm not saying that like I mean that is that's like a one percent of entrepreneurs but for some reason I was drawn to those like one percent that are like ah uh, we like make tennis balls I'm like why and they're like I don't know because we did <laughs> and so we did um I got really used to just being around entrepreneurs and taking risks and uh, went to another job, did some HR stuff for a while. And in that time, when we moved to Malden, I remember telling my wife, like, I don't know what I want to do, but what if I did a coffee shop? She didn't freak out. She was just like, yeah, that makes sense. 
awesome. and so yeah, that was super weird. That's not who she is. Oh. She's like she's like the person that grounds me usually. Yeah. And so we'll kind of sit there and be like, Josh, that's not a great idea. Maybe they're just like, yeah, that makes sense. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So then um, I ended up taking a job at Fellowship Greenville, a church, local church here, doing like production and sound and lighting, and really loved it. But in that moment working there, like I had started working on. Uh, or no, for the first part of it, I just was there. Met up with a friend and talked to him again about the coffee shop. And he kind of kept asking, he's like, why haven't you done it? Why hasn't this been done? Came up with all these excuses, including like, um, I don't like waking up early, which I still stand by. Fair. It's the worst. So fair. It is It's the awful. worst. And I was like, I'm, I don't want to wake <laughs> up early. And he was like, that's not a good excuse. I was like, no, it's a very good excuse. Fair valid. <laughs> so... <laughs> We, uh, he told me this whole story about like um, the conquistador Cortez, who, while not necessarily like a great guy in general, pretty terrible person, was a really good role model of this idea of leave what was behind behind. Yeah. And so he landed on, on um, an island and um, ended up telling his crew to burn the boats um, and we'll either thrive or we'll die. Right. Um, now the things he did once he left, once he said that statement were really bad. Right. Um, raping, pillaging, all that stuff. But but didn't die. But he didn't die. Right. So we're looking at just that one <laughs> section. That one and then statement. his story is over. over right. So I really took to heart that idea of burn the boats. Yeah. And um, came home and told, or came to, ended up going back to work at Fellowship, told them about like, hey, this happened. It was really weird. And I remember applying for my LLC while I was still at, uh, at the job. I mean, it was like my lunch break. And, would go and send it in and started doing Malden and doing travel stuff. And it was really cool and really hard. And I don't know why I expected like huge lines of people at our first event. And I think our first event, we made $40. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> it was like three people. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, we're going to be, well, I think, I think I bought like 30 pounds of coffee. <laughs> like I was, I was prepped for just the, the whole city of Greenville to show up. But if it had happened, you'd have been ready. That's what matters. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, it. So, yeah, so we did we did that, and we started doing just, like, little festivals and going around and just slowly building our brand, and I wish I could say that, like, oh, it's super intentional, just brand building, but it was just, we could do whatever we could to stay afloat, yeah. as far as, like, a business side. Um, drained my account, my retirement fund to pay for it yeah. um, at, uh, at the advice of my wealth advisor. Nice. Yeah, so he was the one that was, was like, on your side. he was like, this is, just you need to run it. boats, do it. You're oh. young enough, you can, you can recoup it. Doesn't um, make him a good wealth advisor necessarily. <laughs> However, but he, good it, advice. Yeah, that was, I like to view that as that was friend advice. There not, you go. Not, not his. Not Just don't tell advice. us who the friend was. Yeah, no, it was. Since it's local. <laughs> no, he's, he's an amazing friend. And, <laughs> he, and he's an amazing wealth advisor. Good. That's, that has nothing <laughs> to do with it. Those are just coincidences. But yeah, so then in January, we got approached uh, about a space and really started praying about it and like thinking what could actually happen out of it. And all of a sudden, these doors that never would open started opening and falling into place. And I had to kind of kick them a little bit, but some of those doors didn't really want to open. It felt like, but once you gave them a good kick, they opened up. They opened just fine. That's cool. <laughs> I want to stop for a second. When I, um, so kind of a similar story. Um, when I left the associate, the only associateship I've ever done where I like worked for somebody else in my profession, um, I, it was not pretty. Like mm-hmm. it was very much like, okay, this is over right now. And for no like no great reason. It was just like basically ego, right? Not mine. His <laughs> got 
the way, um, and I was left just out of nowhere without an income. Um, Always fun. And right? I know, yeah. And it, we were finally like feeling like we could breathe, and it was awesome. And so my husband said, "Well, you're gonna find another job." And I said, "I think I'm gonna open a practice." And he's my he, actually. I have a tattoo that says, uh, "You be the anchor that keeps my feet on the ground, and I'll be the wings that keep your heart in the clouds." Because that's our relationship. I love that. I, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. And. Uh, so he's my anchor, and um, so in that moment, I was waiting for him to say, you know, we can't afford it, we don't have anything in savings, blah, 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 and uh, there was a pause, and he went, all right, how are we going to do this? And oh, his follow-up question was, how much overtime do I need to work to make this happen? Oh, that's At so a cool. job he hated, yeah. So he's amazing. Um, but I went home, this is killing me. So for anybody listening, I didn't know these stories before we started, so I think this is really cool. Um, I had a sticky note in my bathroom on like our vanity for probably the first year and the process of getting open, which, you know, takes mm. months, right? Before you can do anything, getting everything set up and rolling and whatever. Um, so mine was from like the beginning of March to the end of June, early July. Mm -hmm. Um, but then for that whole year from March, I had a sticky note that said burn the ships. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so so cool. I'd heard a similar story at a, at a, or I'm sure that story, however they explained it was slightly different, which happens when you're telling stories, but, uh, I'd heard it at a, a conference I was at, and they were like, sometimes you just have to have to go for it all mm -hmm. in. And so I didn't work anywhere else in the process. Like, I wasn't making any money. He was working stupid hours, but burn the ships, we didn't do it. So that was, That's awesome. that was fantastic. Yeah, I've gone um, a year. I went a year without a paycheck. So I quit fellowship in order to focus, like, entirely on this. Which is just... And yeah, a yeah. year without a paycheck. That... Thankful for spouses that take care of us. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so what were some of the things that like in that process, what were the, the doors that you were kicking down? Like what are oh, things man. that people, I know people who don't run a business or who get into it and think, well, I'm just going to, you know, set up shop or whatever mm -hmm. and we'll just see how it goes. What are those things that like people just don't anticipate? Yeah. So we did the, we'll see how it goes thing for a while and you know, being portable and really what it was is like, I mean, I can hustle with the best of them, I guess, but like I didn't want to be portable. And so that was a hard thing of just yeah. like, emailing businesses begging me to come and um so when we got approached the the hardest obstacle was money yeah. we had zero dollars um and we my wife had actually like told me it's like either you, you figure something out with this company like what's the next step or like get a job at chick-fil-a to pay for it <laughs> and, and so trader joe's <laughs> yeah yeah and, and, all the time i'm like i could just go work at trader yeah, joe's yeah i think there's always there's always that like ultimatum at some point on there it's like right? well here we go yeah so um they approached me and i remember laughing i was like well well i don't have any money and they offered a couple couple like solutions to that that seemed really exciting and then those fell through and then while that's happening i had a friend who was like i'll just i'll i'll give you the money mm -hmm. and then that fell through and so there's all these ups and downs. And in the midst of all these ups and downs, when I was on a high of it, I was at a coffee shop in Asheville mm -hmm. meeting with who would later become like an amazing friend and mentor who was working there at the time trying to get us to use their beans. We're in this private room and I'm talking to him about the, man, they, you know, this place, um, this place was interested in us. Oh, that's crazy. Here's where it is. And this random dude that was sitting at a table across from me also takes his AirPods and he's like, are you talking about the junction? It's like, yeah. He goes, oh, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm White Duck Taco. This going, in Asheville? Yeah. That's, oh, that's, my gosh. It's going right there. And I was like, oh, White Ducks. Are, I mean, they're in Asheville. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, okay, you and all the White Ducks. That's crazy coincidence. We're, yeah, right? No, I just am Greenville. 
No way! No, that's crazy. So you live here in Nashville and working? No, I live in Black Mountain. Why are we here together? Right. Like it was one table upstairs. Oh. And honestly, like I go back to that every time that like over those like next nine months of construct or eight months of construction. Right. Just kept going back to that. Right. So those were doors that we kept having to kick in because then funding wouldn't go through. But I knew that we were meant to be there. Right. And so then it turned into, well, how do I get money? How do I fund this? And we were actually able to fund it ourselves via loans and personal loans and stuff like that. Right. And, um, but I would never have gotten to that point had those other things happened. Right. Um, and then and I have other businesses right now that are struggling. It's like little things like turning power on. Right. Oh my gosh, Duke, like, if anybody's listening, and if anybody works for Duke Power, I'm sorry, but they do not care. Right. And so we had to turn our load sheet, and the engineer was like, all right, well, it's on the way. And I was like, we need it on today so we can get our inspections and, and do it. Finally, I think I ended up calling the engineer. I found the engineer's cell phone number, and I called it, like, once every two hours. <laughs> and I was like, are you here yet? No, are you here yet? No, are you here yet? And finally, they showed up because they were tired of me calling. Which, dude, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Oh, yeah. And How so we it? have, there are other places in our business like, well, when's my power? I was like, I don't know. I've made enough enemies. Like, <laughs> you call. Yeah, right. My oh. number is blocked. <laughs> yeah, right. They don't even want to hear from me anymore, for sure. Um, and yeah, like, those were, those were some of the doors we had to kick in um, when it comes to, like, build-outs and, um, you know, who we're going to use, when we're going to open, and all those little things that... But you had to, we just had to stay, we just had to stay, like, sold on our dream. Right. Um, I had an amazing team, an amazing family, an amazing group of friends that kept me in track and listened to me vent and complain. Right. Yeah. Which we all need. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, do we? I think I sent somebody a text today that was like, hey, this week sucks. <laughs> like, I'm the most positive. Yeah. You, I mean, if you see anything we do on Facebook, Instagram, any of it, like, I'm all about, you know, that good mindset and, like, just yeah. push forward and keep grinding or whatever. But sometimes you just need that person to be like... Man. Do you do the Enneagram? Hmm? Do you do the Enneagram? I do. Every time I do it, it changes, though. Really? Yeah. Every, right, so I am a hard seven. Usually seven. Yeah. It does change. So seven is like the seven fun, the fun, the fun part, and uh, so I'm a seven wing six, because okay. like the way the wings work is either either right, side right, of it. Right, right. And um, so I'm a seven, which just means like I want to focus on the fun, mm-hmm. I just want to go for it, which is funny because then the six wing is like, what can go wrong? <laughs> that's what they say they're trying to figure out it's like what can go wrong let me go ahead and deal with it emotionally um, but during this time yeah like I'm texting friends and like I remember one time I sent a, I put a Facebook post I was thinking this one was like look I don't know what to do right. and I sent a friend that thinks like are you okay I was like no but like I really want to walk back that status because I don't like dealing with pain right. I don't like people knowing that I'm dealing with pain Right. and so it took one of the biggest doors to cut to kick in was like my own ego as far as like not always having to be the happy person. The person that could say, look, I'm struggling right now and I don't know what to do and this sucks and I'm overwhelmed and I kind of want to run away. So talk a little bit about, um, I found this in several like small business owners or we love the word entrepreneur and of mm-hmm. course there's the difference of am I just working in this one business or do I plan to expand and, and mm-hmm. into other ventures and stuff, right? So, um, but with so many entrepreneurs, we we end up getting the, I find that they tell me about, there was a, a block inside, right? So like the struggles of I can't get Duke to come out and where are we going to get this money is one thing, but not like reconciling what's what's going on in here. Mm-hmm. What did you have like going on in this whole process? Because it took longer than you thought it was going to. Oh, man, yeah. what, are you, what, was, what What's that advice? Like what do you give somebody like this is what I, this is what I was feeling and how I dealt with that? 
Um, so one of the things that I used to, that I was told when I was starting ministry mm-hmm. was if you can do anything else and be happy doing it, go do it. Wow. Uh, with ministry, basically, because like ministry can, as, as I am an example of, can chew you up and spit you out. Right. And, um, you know, my dad was a pastor. He's still, he's still at the same church there for 27 years. Wow. And, um, but there is, and he would say, and there is nothing else that he would do that could make him happy. And so with this, we, when we kept hitting all these roadblocks and it would it be better for me to run away within the thought of like, but what would I even do? Right. There is nothing else in this world that would make me happy. Sure. Um, nothing else that would give me any sort of fulfillment. Like we could always get go, we can always go and get jobs at, you know, Subway or something right. like that. Something just to pay bills and get going. But for, especially this generation, we want to do something that's going to be meaningful. We want to do something that's going to make us happy, make the people around us happy, and leave an impact. Yes. And those were the three things that just kept flooding my mind. It's like there is nothing else on this planet that would fill all three of these. Awesome for you personally. Yeah. yeah. Now, on any given day, those things might be very far away. <laughs> but on the whole, yeah, this is still what I love to do. And I laugh because I'm still at the shop. Even if I'm not working, I'm still there. Because I just love being there. Yeah. Part of it's on you dreamt about it for what like five years right so to actually see it in existence see people having fun nothing's better than hearing people like i heard about this place on instagram it's so pretty right and like they don't know them behind them and oh it's great that is fantastic what do you what makes you proud about cohesive like when you look at it how do you get that feeling (sighs) man we did a incredible job in the design of it i feel like You know, I mean, some of it was just like other people that came to help paint. You know, that, that painting was just so good. It was beautiful. For the record, <laughs> I went and painted one one base coat, but one I did it. One base coat. Uh, <laughs> On like two foot ceiling, there are story, yeah. story walls, yeah, by those, the way. Oh, those were awful. I yeah. never want to paint again. I know. Like, I don't care if somebody I didn't like, have it that bad, but like, throws man, something on. It's like, no, it's just part of the wall now. Um, <laughs> but we were so <laughs> we were so particular about how we designed the space. And, um, you know, just really de- like what tables, what cups, how they looked in pictures and how they felt in the hand, every aspect of it. But then the biggest thing that we want cohesive to be about is community. Oh, so yeah. when you walk in, we want you to feel welcomed and not like, not like a welcome to Moe's type thing. I had to tell my people like, you do not have to say hi to every person that walks in. Right. We would like for you to say hello. Right. But we want it to be a genuine. Like right. If you're busy with a customer, you don't need to stop and. Welcome to Moe's. Right, right. Um, if somebody gives you a tip, you don't have to sing like you're at Cold, like, what is that, Cold Stone. Cold Stone? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's the I've, yeah. I've had to ask them, like, do you want me to tip you? <laughs> and some of them are like, please don't. Because I don't want to sing. I don't yeah. want to sing. Please yeah. don't. Um, we want everything to feel very authentic. Um, and even the way that our relationships are built with our customers, we want to be built around a family of authenticity. Awesome. I love that. Who... Um, Let's say even just locally, who do you look up, look up to? Who are those people you're sort of following that path of they're doing something you love or, or mm. you love the way they do something? Oh, man. I mean, all the coffee shops in the area are doing just crazy good things. Yeah. And I love our coffee community here in Greenville because it's not built around competition, but it truly is built around community. Awesome. So I can call up. I mean, I've, man, when we were building, I would call up all sorts of different shops and be like, "What? how do you do this? Yeah. And, man, if we were in any other city, they'd, they'd be like, no, we're not telling you this. Right. You're, yeah, we got you. We're going to help you out. Um, and uh, that's, been, that's been amazing. And watching some of those shops that have opened up and the shops that are still to come right. are, is really cool. 
um, there is a shop in Nashville that I look up to so much. Let's call Stay Golden. And we took a lot of their our design Literally elements. Literally on your shirt. Oh, yeah, it is on my shirt. Right I now. love it. Um, they, uh, their design elements are just so good. That mid-century vibe and everything is like just perfected. Um, the idea that you can walk in there, throw your phone in the air, and take a picture, and it's going to come out amazing. No matter what it no is. No matter what I, it is. Every inch of the space. Yeah, is. like it's the place where you go and be like, their bathroom is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you used the bathroom? Yeah, it's so good. That? I love that. Um, but yeah, then like, I mean, I don't know if there's one place in particular that's just like really inspiring. Because I'm trying to find like the beauty in everybody. Awesome. Um, even the places that are, the businesses that are open about struggles. Right. You know, hey, we're struggling with this. Um, how do we do it? Things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I love that. Um, what does, I am a huge proponent of success is relative. Like mm-hmm. it's very, what is for you isn't for me and, and vice versa. So what does success look like, like to you? 2.5 million. Is it? No, so, <laughs> oh. I love it. <laughs> no, success for, success for me right now is also going to be different than success for me in a year yeah, now. Success for me right now is being able to pay my bills and pay my staff and see my family. That's awesome. Um, the success a year from now, I hope, is also eh, being able to pay myself a pretty decent amount. Right. Um, but yeah, success is really like staying busy enough that my staff isn't bored, that they're engaging with people. Awesome. Um, that uh, the people that come in are super excited when they leave, mm-hmm. that their drinks are really good. Um, when we have a day like that, that feels successful. Yeah. Um, and so we had last week, we had an engagement party at the shop that night. Yeah. We had, some, we had, it was a, a friend, uh, a friend of mine was getting engaged. And so, uh, she said yes. And then they came and booked the shop. I was gone. Uh, I was in Nashville and just getting all these texts from him and his crew. They were just like, man, we loved your team. Oh, nice. Um, they were so nice. My team apparently made a, pl- a special playlist for them of just love songs Oh uh, they did like all these different things that like that no one else will ever see. Just those thirty people in the room, but and it? that was honestly that was success for me. The idea of going like the dream that I had of building community has now caught on to my team, and they are then sending it to the customers, and that's oh that's success. That's culture, man. Yeah, that's absolutely like cohesive culture. Yeah, that's that is, it. That is so great. Um, if somebody were in your shoes. Hey, I want to open a coffee shop in Greenville. What do you tell them? Do it outside of city lines. <laughs> <laughs> the logistics come first. You're going to save yourself taxes. Yeah. Uh, you'll save yourself just time. Like, not, yeah. Go to the county. Go yeah. to the county. Um, I would tell them uh, first and foremost to man, like what coffee you use. I mean, like we're blessed. We use amazing coffee, and there are amazing choices in Greenville. But like the menu and all that stuff is not as important as how people feel when they walk in. Awesome. Um, a person will come back if they feel loved. A person will not come back if they feel like trash. That's awesome. I love that. So we provide really different things. You have an actual good, mm-hmm. right? And we have a service. There's nothing you get to take with you or consume mm-hmm. or whatever in the process, but that that we share. When you walk in, I want you to know that you're loved here and this is your community and that, that you want to come back when you're finished. Um, tell us where we can find you. Uh, what's your Instagram handle, yeah. Facebook? So our Instagram, um, Instagram and maybe Twitter. I don't know. I don't think we've ever tweeted from that account. Um, we have it. <laughs> just, it exists. Yeah, it exists. Um, is at cohesive.coffee. Awesome. Uh, on Facebook, I think it's cohesive.coffee as well. You can find our website at cohesivecoffee.com. 
Are you the only cohesive coffee in the in the U.S.? I am. That's awesome. Um, where did okay? Where did I was supposed to be my last question, but it's not. Where oh, did man. you come up with that? <laughs> we in December we had an event as Malden Coffee Co. We're still Malden, um, and it went just terribly. Um, we were at a at a business, and the business and us both thought that we would just be absolutely packed. So we brought the truck and we we're gonna park outside, and it was we just didn't think through it. Right. As far as it was more on me of just like not really that seven in me of just like oh man we're gonna, it's gonna be amazing <laughs> right. and then like four people came and got coffee right um, so those days still happen well did that was then. before now, yeah now we're doing all right but uh, yeah, that no, day, I, I think like one on day that. I made seven dollars so I'm hoping that day doesn't happen <laughs> right. but um, so we started to think about what it would look like to rebrand because you know we wanted to be in Malden but things just weren't happening we couldn't find a space we didn't have peace like we just couldn't get it to work. And um, so we started doing, like, thinking about what would it look like to change names. And so we started, I remember writing down four or five different names. And every person I talked to was like, hey, what do you think of this name? Of course, they went, I don't love it, but what about this name? So let's very quickly go to, like, 100. And uh, narrowed it back down to, like, 10. And it ended up sending to, like, the Greenwood Young Professionals Network this focus group. Like, hey, help us choose a name. I had kind of my, my thing. They sent them all in. Got the answers and I threw them all away. Oh no! <laughs> because by the time that like the the ones that came it came back, uh-huh. I didn't like the name anymore. Oh no! And the name is sort of like a tattoo. Like it's there. Yeah. You can't change it. Only yeah. I guess you can. But you lose you lose people. And yeah. Momentum. And yeah. so, um, I really wanted something that talked about family and like family and community. Something that was trendy and cool. That like when you said like, hey, do you want to go to blah 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 blah? That was my test. So I would actually do all the other cool sounding shops in the area and include the name that I wanted. Right. And if it didn't fit, throw it out instantly. I love it. Um, so like we had, what was it? Family Coffee was one of them. Yeah. Uh, Good Vibes was one that we threw around. Like they were all okay, but they just didn't have that like feel. And one day um, I was just on thesource.com as one does. Oh, well, yeah. When you're um, looking for names. Oh no, just every day. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Just <laughs> every day. Just wake up. Thesaurus.com. I check the news, Facebook, and thesaurus.com. <laughs> and, and so I was on that and just kind of going through. And basically, I would just click, I would type in like family or community, and then just start going down a rabbit trail of names. And I found Cohesive, and it reminded me that when I was at Anderson as a student, there was this thing called Cohesive Coffee House. And okay. it was a group of people that got together, brewed what I would probably consider now a really terrible pot of coffee <laughs> and they would play music there'd be somebody playing music and we would just all fellowship together and I went once or twice and absolutely loved it um and then like it kind of phased out the next like our class didn't carry it on or something so it just kind of phased out um and I was like man like I felt belo- I felt like I belonged there yeah and so I reached out to those guys just to make sure that it was like hey y'all came up with that right They're like yeah it's like can I can I use that yeah that's fine you know, okay. I want to make sure that it wasn't like, oh, no, that's actually a, an actual thing somewhere. Right, right. And Trademarked. Yeah, Sorry. so I started sending around to people, like, what do you think about this? Yeah. And it felt good. It, it felt like it talked about who we wanted to be. And, and so it rolls we, off the tongue. It does. It does. I have a really good friend of mine, Brian Knox, who's a photographer in Greenville. Uh, and every time I'm like, we, he's the only person I do short, short notice coffee with ever. Nobody yeah. else, nobody else is on my list. <laughs> Literally only... Everybody like he's got that uh that uh um oh what's the the phrase we like to use um support is conditional 
Like, <laughs> he's been there for me forever. Yes. I've been there for him, whatever. So he's like, coffee? I'm like, yes. We're going to coffee? Yes. Cohesive? Yep. And we're off. Oh, like, it awesome. just rolls off the tongue, and I love it. That's so sure. good. For sure. And we love being there. Like, it's exactly what you're saying. Like, I will vouch for that 100%. That vision that you had is, man, it, it exists. It's for real. Um, and when I asked you to do the podcast and you were like, heck yeah, let's do it. I was like, I love this guy. He's Again, that's at seven. And let's go. A, I was going to say clearly a seven because yeah, let's, let's do this thing. So we'll, we'll think about great. the logistics later. Let's go. Yeah. Let's just say yes. And then we'll figure it out. Um, so I guess now last, last question, what's the legacy you want to leave behind? Mm. Oh man. Um, like in general or to like my family? Sure. I mean, whichever one of those. Fits. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I want my family to remember me as somebody who worked hard for them, um, but not so hard that I wasn't there. Um, I want my staff to think the same, that I would go to the mats for them, um, but that my family always comes before them. Right. Um, and kind of that same thing down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I have to remind myself of that because that's not like, you know, I get such in a seven mood of like looking ahead to the next thing. I have to remind myself to slow down. Like, if my wife listens to this, she's like, that is not true. <laughs> she's like, you're always on the go. Right. But, like, I have to remind myself, like, hey, like, go home, be with my family. Yeah. Go home, like, just find time just to be with my wife, just time with my kids. Yeah. And make those special memories because those won't come back. Of course. Um, so the biggest thing is I want to make sure that 20 years from now, I'm not doing some job I hate and come home and have to spend three hours decompressing before I deal with my kids. Right. Um, I want my kids to see work as something that is fun, um, something that is different for every person. You know, I would not make it in an office. Um, I did actually make it at, when I was doing when I was doing marketing. Uh, we were all in like a bullpen area, uh-huh. and they ended up moving me to a private office just because I was so talkative. Oh, <laughs> so I had this really nobody's getting work done. Yeah, I had this amazing office, like the like the huge glass door and all that stuff. And, like, some of the people I found out later were, like, kind of jealous I got the office, just mainly because I talked so much. It wasn't good work. Josh it was because was I was just, like, Because I was, you were obnoxious. And they, <laughs> yeah, they were basically, You were like, a seven. Josh, we already know you're not working, but they're trying to. <laughs> right, yeah. Go, go not work in the big office. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time yeah, out of your day to come me. do this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for those of you who haven't, go check out uh, Cohesive Coffee. It's off of Airport Road. Yeah, 301 um, Unit I, like... The eye, like eyeball. Where are you? Where you? The city changed it because it reads left to right. Again, outside of Greenville, if you're gonna <laughs> get outside of the city, but he's down at uh, it's off Airport Road, three hundred one Airport Road, yeah. Unit I, right next to the Humane Society. Right next to Humane Society, absolutely. There's that's it's and it is. Go feel like your family. Go feel like you belong there. They and they have good pastries that come from mm. another local business, which is always good. So go have your good coffee that's sourced from good places. Um, and as always, I love and appreciate you. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in. As always, this episode was sponsored by Roots Chiropractic. If you're living with migraines or chronic low back or neck pain, you're not living your life to your fullest potential, and you know that there's more out there. We can help you. I will always cover the cost of a consultation if you mention this podcast. So call us at 864-453-0009, mention the Empowerment Project, and we'll get you in as soon as possible. Love and appreciate every single one of you. Thanks for listening.